Welcome to the Kelly Cardenas Podcast, where attitude is everything. On today's show, um, most of the time, I have people that come on and they they do a certain thing, and you know we talk we get to talk about that. We generally are talking about who they are. Uh, that's the biggest part of what the show is. But on today's show, what I love about it is this is the guy who makes the guy. Any speaker out in the world, if you want to speak, this is the guy that helps you to be able to do it. I've never, I mean, it's amazing what he's been able to do. I got the opportunity, and uh, when we first met, he didn't know me, but I knew him. And I got a chance to speak at one of his conferences, and I got to be on a a stage with uh, a Les Brown, a Jack Canfield. There's no way in the world without this man that all these people all around the world, some of the greatest speakers, if not the greatest speakers in the world, get a chance to do what they do, do what they love, and be able to pour out into this world, make this world a better place. And it's all because of this man on the show today. So I want to thank you uh, for being on the show today, and I want to introduce to all of you Mr. Bernardo Moya, the CEO of the Best You brand, and now the new love event. Kelly, thank you so much. That's uh, that's a great introduction. I don't know who that man and that guy is, but you know, kind of, uh, he sounds he sounds pretty cool. Thank you so much. Well, I think it's so cool, Bernardo, because most of the time, um, people are out promoting themselves, right? And you're not that guy. You're promoting everyone else. And you've made, a, you've made your mark on this world helping other people to do what they absolutely love. Why is this so important to you? Well, it was kind of, it happened really out of, out of, um, out of chance. You know, I, I, I started all over again at the age of 40-something. You know, I lost all my money in real estate and I wanted to do something completely different. And I was training with Dr. Richard Bandler, the co-creator of, of NLP Neuro Linguistic Programming. I, I trained with him, and um, and all of a sudden, you know, kind of, I, I found myself in this with this opportunity to start promoting him from from training with him to start promoting him. So I, I became a promoter of chance, out of desperation. I hit rock bottom. I wanted to do something completely new. So I started promoting people, and, and you know, that kind of put me on on the path that I've been on now for 12, 13 years. But it started with him, with Paul McKenna, and then you know, yes, uh, you know, if I if I rewind now, it's probably been around a thousand plus speakers, and you know, close to a hundred thousand people have attended all the events. Uh, and and the reason was Kelly, I think, was is because I did I didn't you know kind of it's one of those things I I didn't see anyone else doing it. I saw everyone else doing their own thing. You know, kind of Tony Robbins doing his own thing, Robert Kiyosaki doing his own thing. But I never saw. I never saw a platform where everyone could get together and share their expertise and, and, and you know, kind of that that's what got me to create the best you because I thought something like that was missing. It wasn't around. So anyway, it's, it's, it's been an interesting journey. It has. Well, I mean, you bring together some of the, some of the greats. I mean, the Sharon Lecters of the world, like I said, I talked about uh, earlier, Jack Canfield, uh, Les Brown. I remember sending out the, uh, the promotion that I got a chance to be on that virtual event and I sent it out to my aunt and she lost her mind. Like she doesn't lose her mind about anything that I like anything that I do. She's always about who I am. But on this time she was like, Jack can feel I, I can't believe that she's so excited. I mean, anyone in the personal development space, the Greg Reeds of the world, the, uh, the Sharon Lecters, the, you know, Les Browns, all these people that are juggernauts in that business. These are not only people who you work with, but these are your friends. Um, how, has, how important has cultivating the true relationships with the people uh, been for your success? 
Yeah, I, I think, you know, it was one of those things when I started, a lot of people didn't know what I was what I was doing and, and kind of they questioned it because I think we were ahead of our game as far as, you know, bringing the variety of, of speakers. I mean, for me, personal development has always been about, you know, many different things to many different people. Everyone's looking for something else, something different. And, um, and, and you know, kind of... Uh, I, I found that I had to put myself in that position. But at the beginning, it wasn't, it wasn't easy. You know, a lot of people didn't really get it. Uh, but, you know, with time, yes, it has been about building great relationships. And, you know, kind of I spoke to someone the other day and, you know, they were saying some beautiful things and kind things like you have, you know, which obviously, you know, my name came up several times through several different people. And, and, and you build that reputation over years, you know. And yes, I mean, for me, someone like Greg Reed, who I deeply, deeply admire, who's a mutual friend of ours, you know, you know, he has only the kindest words for me and so do I for him, you know, and, and, you know, kind of that, that's it. It's, it's about building relationships and everyone understanding that kind of, you know, us, we all together, we have that same intent of making the world a better place, you know, and contributing. So Bernardo, my brother talks about this all the time where he says that your successes aren't the things that are going to inspire people. It's the times when you fell. And you talked a little bit about that uh, when you started off uh, just a couple of minutes ago. And you talked about losing everything in real estate. Uh, can you talk to us about those things and some of the emotions that you went through? Because being in the personal development space like you are... Um, it, it, most of the time, people look at it from the outside and they think, oh, Bernardo, everything works well for him. I could do it if I had Bernardo's situation. Let's talk about Bernardo's situation and how you actually got to uh, be, you know, in a place where things started to move. Yeah, it, it, it was, um, you know, I've, I've, I've lost I've lost my money a couple of times, you know, at the age of 26 and then the age of 40, which was a lot more challenging because, you know, I always say that I had experienced wealth. You know, I thought I was wealthy. You know, I had the cars, I had the, I had the houses and everything, but, you know, I kind of lost it all. And, and, and it was very, very difficult. You know, it was very, very tough. And for me, it was even tougher because, you know, I had to leave my country, Spain. I went to move, I moved to London to work in London. And, uh, you know, it's a very different weather for all of those that, that know that London is grey. You know, they all the tonalities are grey. The food's not the same. The weather's not the same. So for me, it was very, very difficult, very challenging. It was, it was a very few tough years. But I think those are the things that made you or make you, you know. And, and obviously, my NLP training helped me as well immensely to, 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 you know, to obviously really review kind of and learn from it but also for me to be able to change you know the way that i that i felt and i thought about it and um but no it, it's been a very difficult journey and even with the events uh kelly i mean you know kind of when when you do events like i've done you know kind of my first event my first expo you know no one really understood it there was 55 speakers and 55 exhibitors and in a big conference hall, you know, and, and there was like six people waiting outside and I wanted to die. I was, I was expecting thousands of thousands. And eventually we did have 3000 people, you know, and, and I share that story that in my first event, that one, there was, I think I had 10, there was 10 people outside and six of them were registration and four were customers. I thought, oh my God, you know, it's too early to go to the bar and have a drink at 10 in the morning. And then, you know, four years, if I fast forward, you know, four years later, there was two and a half thousand people waiting in the door to get in. You know, in my expo in London, we had 14 and a half thousand people. But people don't see, you know, the struggles, the the challenges, you know, the questions, the, you know, the, the really uh, difficult times and nights and days, you know, in, in making these things happen. 
but I, I tend to thrive. I've realized that if anything over the years, you know, I tend to thrive in, in challenging times and moments. It's when the best of me comes out, you know, and, and, and uh, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's been an interesting journey. It has. So talk to me too about uh, the cultural sides, because a lot of times when I see people that come to America um, and they they didn't grow up in this culture, they thrive at a different at a different uh, uh, frequency. A lot of times, not to say that there's not you know U.S. born entrepreneurs who go after it, but there is something different when you've been in a different culture and you come to America. What opportunities did you see? What low lying fruit did you see that a lot of times a person who grew up here uh, takes for granted? Well, I, I've always admired the U.S. mindset and mentality of business and going out there and making it and believing that anything is possible, you know. For me, it was quite surprising because here I am. I'm someone that, you know, 10 years prior, I'd never done an event. The funny thing is, Kelly, is I believe that everything that you do during your life enhances your skills as you get older. And I used to be a DJ. I used to run parties, you know, at, at nightclubs and stuff like that. So it's funny how all those things of bringing people together, it was at night and obviously everyone was like kind of semi-drunk, but, you know, kind of how those skills came to, 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 to life in, into me running events. So here I was running events in London and I was fairly successful. I mean, my brand was pretty well known now in the UK. And I go to the US with tremendous respect in thinking, well, what am I, what am I going to come and teach these Americans about running events? But you know what? I was tremendously surprised with because with deep love and respect, my events were kind of like Bentleys, really, you know, kind of like in, in the car category. They were probably like Bentleys. And I was seeing a lot of, you know, kind of Hondas and stuff like that here. And I thought, oh, my God, you know, kind of like what we're doing is pretty special. And and then I realized that the Americans, what, what I love about them is, is they have this deep respect, you know, for other cultures and obviously you know, for, for, for countries like, like the UK, you know, where, where, you know, we do have a set, well, there's a history there, isn't there? You know, so I, I, I instantly felt that they were attracted to my brand because it was international, it was English, you know, and, and so I did, and I continued to have tremendous respect, but I kind of owned my place and my space, you know, my first event, which I did in Long Beach, which I was not impressed with, I, I thought it was pretty average. I had 4,000 people and 150 speakers. So, you know, kind of that was my first event in Long Beach. And I wasn't happy with it at all because I was hitting 12,000 people. But I knew we were, I, I knew if we would have continued, I mean, I, I thought we could have done 50, 100,000 people, which was my intention. It's never been enough. You know? I suppose, like yourself, you know, we, we've achieved, we've done some great things, but you think, nah, it's still not enough. Nah, 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 it's still not enough. There's more I can do. There's more I can do. So I've always had that mindset of, now, come on, come on, we can do more. So for you, when does that stop or does it, you know, because I'm, I'm around people who, you know, and we both are, we're around people who I asked one of my friends, I said, when did you need to stop working at this time? He was probably 55, 60 years old. He looked at me, he kind of looked up in the air and he could see he was calculating. And he said, probably about 25 years ago. And I said, so, so why? And he was like, I, I like it. You know, I want to move. I, is that is is it in Bernardo just to continue to look at what's next and when when and if it comes, what does contentment look like to you? Well, I mean, you know, kind of I, I think I think personally in the in, in, in the personal development world and, and I look, 
there's people out there, you know, the Tony Robbins, the Dean Graziosi's, you know, Robert Kiyosaki, Sharon Lett, you know, there's people out there that are achieving or have achieved amazing things. And they have, you know, there's, there's tremendous respect, uh, you know, for, for, for what they've achieved and done. I, I still believe that, that people in the personal development, we're still holding back. I, I don't think we're doing enough. You know, we, we we can't leave it to politicians. We can't leave it to, 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 to you know, we can't, obviously we can't, you know, we can't leave it to, to people in charge of education. And, and we hold the flag of change, you know, and I think that we just think too small. So for me, when I was doing my events, I thought, okay, well, yeah, I've had 14,000 people, but it's only 14,000 people. There's 60 million or 70 million people in the UK. And there's, 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 you know, kind of like 250, 300, 300, 350 million in the US. So, you know, kind of, we, we're just not doing enough. We're not hitting the needle. We're not moving the needle. So that's why, you know, I, I, I came up with this idea of the love event because I wanted to create something that was produced to television kind of standards that we could take to TV and where we could have potentially hundreds of thousands of people watching the event. You know, it might not be live this year, but potentially I would really love to see an event where like, you know, like, like, a, I don't know, like, like any concert, you know, like Beyonce or, or when you look at some of these amazing uh, sports uh, arenas with, you know, a billion people watching it around the world, you know, well, come on, if we can get people to, to come and watch, you know, music and, 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 and to watch, you know, sports events, why can't we really create something that's extremely unique and tremendously inspiring that's changing the world where we, where we're having hundreds of thousands of people or millions of people watching. So, you know, boohoo to me, you know, who's only bringing 13 or 14,000 people to an event. It's just not good enough. So I think we have, we have to up our game. We, we have to reach more that the world is messed up in, in a big way. And unless, and, and, and I think that's it. I think people in the personal development world, that's in coaching, training, mentoring, you know, providing a set of skills to people. We, we have to really think bigger than we're thinking. We're not thinking big enough. Well, I, and I love this. And, I, and that's where the rabbit hole I want to go down is the love event. Because in the personal development space, right, there's there's all different facets to it, right? There's the, there's the, uh, the, um, the, the course side, there's the coaching side, there's all these things. And then you come out with... I think the most important convention that everybody in the world should go to, which is the love event. And you, when we talked about it and you were explaining it to me, you were saying that, you know, as much as we need technique, as much as we need, you know, methods and all these things, we need people to understand that the love element inside of what we're doing and what, you know, what, as people move forward is the most important. Can you talk to us about this? Because I mean, you're a, a serial entrepreneur, TV producer, uh, published author. Um, I mean, you do everything. When you're going into this one, how many people told you you were crazy to put on an event just about love? Yeah, well, you know what? I didn't even get that because just people, I think, were just like, oh, my God, what are you up to now? It's just like, <laughs> this is stupid and ridiculous. Yeah, it's a big subject, love. You know, I'm writing a couple of books about love, and, and, and you know, it's, it's very daunting to, to, to because I'm, one of the books I'm writing is is about is about well about love and what love means in many different relationships. So I'm trying to bring it and explain it consciously, so so everyone can can get a feel of what love is to, to many different people around the world globally. 
I'm writing one about, I'm, I'm writing poems around love. But this love event came with, with the intention of that is, I lost my mum last year, you know, and, and, um, and like many people, I've lost some very good friends. I lost Bernie Dorman, you know, I lost Ryan Long, you know, really deep good friends of mine, you know, who had done phenomenal things in, in, the, in the personal development world and helping others. And, and, and it's only when we, when we have those moments when we don't feel well, when, when we're losing someone, that we realize that we're focusing on the wrong things, you know, and, and, and I think that love is not at the forefront of everything that we do. And love isn't only about relationships. People are so obtuse sometimes with it. They think, oh, love is all about relationships. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's about being kind. It's about caring. It's about, you know, elevating your consciousness. If you don't know what's going on around the world, if you don't give, excuse my French, if you don't give a shit about what's going on around the world, then, you know, kind of, what is this? You know, what, what, what's, what's the use of all the wealth? What's the use of all your knowledge? If the facts that, you know, that, that we're addressing right now regarding global warming, you know, inequality, uh, mental health, homelessness, you know, these are issues that are real, you know, they're absolutely real and we can all do something. So, you know, the, the, the love event is about that. And I'm, and it's not that I'm surprised. Look, we, we won't, we won't hit the mark in this first year. We won't hit the mark this first year. And, it surprises me, but it, it doesn't surprise me because, you know, people are focusing on the wrong things. And I was saying in one of the videos that I wrote, I said, look, if, 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 you don't, if you don't worry about this now, if you don't agree about we have to talk about more love, let me tell you one thing. There's going to be a day you will, you know, and, and then you can come and join us. Maybe two, three years down the line, you can come and join us. But it's, it's very needed, you know, and, and with the love event, which is all about real conversations around caring, kindness and elevating consciousness, uh, we've come up with a campaign with 10% more love, which is the idea of, of getting people to pledge, pledge how they will bring 10% more love to their life every day. Is it about maybe calling some loved ones every day, maybe about saying some kind things? So, yeah, big subjects, big conversation, big event. Uh, but it's, it's, it's going to be a yearly event, Kelly. It's, it's going to be a yearly event and, and it's here to stay. Uh, so we'll, we'll continue to run it. Well, I think it's amazing for those of you listening too. I mean, it's in Miami. Tell us the dates on it. It's the uh, when's when's fourth the date? Fourth to the sixth of February. Yes, fourth to the sixth of February. Okay, fourth to the sixth of February in in uh, Miami. And as everyone out there knows, when you listen to the podcast, we're not trying to promote this event. What I want you to know is, I want you to become conscious of these things because the Bernardos of the world. Well, there's only one of them, and I, I mean, it's it's amazing what it is that you do. Let me ask you this: in the personal development space, just like uh, professional athletes, uh, Bernardo, um, I find that the difference between you know a person who makes it in the in professional sports and doesn't make it, it's not about the physical ability. The physical ability is almost, I mean, almost identical. But there are certain things that the one person has that makes it that the other person doesn't. In that personal development space, because you're around everyone, you're around all different styles, you're around all different, uh, you know, methods, uh, you know, messages, all these things. What do you see as the the difference maker for a person who jumps to the stratosphere and, and maybe just doesn't. Uh, it's, it's about action, isn't it? It's, it's, uh, I've always talked about it, you know, talkers and doers and, and a lot of people talk a great talk and, um, and, and, but not everyone goes out and makes it happen. I, th I think, you know, kind of those that succeed and those that, that go out and, and do it is, is, is they've got this mindset is that they, they, they really focus on, on ultimately the goal. You know, what is it I'm trying to achieve? 
and and then in their minds they visualize it as done okay it's done so and then they go backwards in, in, in completing the steps until today so you know they just literally follow the steps I, I i believe that that's something i've always done every time i've done an event uh once i've decided i'm going to do an event i put a date i always try and find a location where i can run it and once it's once it's done it's committed it's done you know so kind of like you know there's there's no nothing will get in my way and no one will tell me that it's not possible because I simply won't believe them. So I, I think that's the difference. I think, you know, people that set very clear objectives and goals and then go out there and, and, and make it happen. And, and the world needs more of that. I, I don't think there's a, there's, a, there's a particular skill. It's more about understanding that you're mortal. You're here on this planet only once. And, and, and I believe that it's better to say or to have a oops instead of, oh, what would have happened? Do you know what I mean? So bring me those oops that didn't work um then then you know then 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 what if or what would happen and you live only once so so go and and, and live it and, and and yeah so i've always had that mindset and nothing would have got i remember i had this kelly i shared this story i did my first expo the one that i told you was like six people waiting outside and i remember we, we finished we finished outside and we finished the event and i was with my event manager and and i'm it's sunday night so the event's finished and I'm having my gin tonic number three, I think, or two. I don't know what it was. A very well-deserved one. I didn't sleep for four months. And I said, okay. So, so I said to her, I said, okay. So, so, so next year, I'm talking to her with my, my second. And she's going, but, but she, she's like freaking out. She's going, banano, banano, banano. Just calm down, you know, calm down. He says, you know, kind of smell the roses, which I've never really done. Um, and, and she says, he says, you've got to be realistic. And I remember it came out like this. And I said to her, I said, you know what? I said, we all establish what realistic means. You know, re re realistic means many different things to many different people. Your reality is your reality. Mine is very different. Um, so we all establish our own realities. So Bernardo, where does this come from? Like, let's let's take it back before uh, the, the real estate kind of boom, before the houses, before the cars, before the crash, before the first event with six people or four people that, that were attending. Take us back, like, where does this fire inside of you? And, and before you answer that, I want to compliment you. Because for those of you listening, I want you to rewind here. Uh, that's old school. So I just want you to do your scroller back. And I want you to listen to what Bernardo said about the love event. He said, this year, we're not going to hit our mark. And that's okay. But it's here to stay. You embodied what you're talking about now, which is very, very uncommon, Bernardo. And you did it naturally. It wasn't like a, a queued up, anything like that. And I want you, if you're listening or watching, I want you to go back and then I want you to watch that and see how he did that because this is probably one of the biggest keys. But let's go back. So that's my compliment to you. I don't want to give you too many compliments, Thank Bernardo, you. because I don't want you to you know, get puffed up on me or anything like that. Thank but you. Let's take it back to early. I mean, did this come from your parents? Was this was this the you know was this from your friends? Where did the confidence level and this fire, this burning fire in you, come from? Um, I don't know. I mean, you know, I, I think um, I think personally, uh, I, I, I since I was since I was very young, I always had that uh, sense of being in charge. I was never bossy, but you know, kind of like I would always step up for the challenge. So I realized that over the years, every single year, I was I was in charge. I, I was I was I was the delegate. I was in charge of my class every single year. I was the I was a captain in the football team. I was always always a designated driver, even when we were drunk. Um, 
So I, I've always had that sense of responsibility, but 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 it more than anything, it, it, it's more about you know kind of looking around and seeing what what seems around Kelly. You know, I, th I think if if you look around and see what's around, you know, there's either people that you follow or people you have to lead. And and, and if you don't have the people that you if you don't have the people that are worth following, then you have to lead. And 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 I just thought that you know kind of like well being the designated driver, yes, because I'm not going to sit you know, behind in the back seat with someone that can't drive completely, you know, so kind of, no, no, I'm, I'm going to be in control. And and that's kind of what I've, I've had. I've always had that sense of me being in control and being in charge of my own destiny. But look, I mean, my dad died, did die when I was 15. So, you know, I had that sense of responsibility as well, I think, you know, with, with my mom and, and with my brother. Um, and then, yeah, with my family and, and then with my employees, you know, I've had so many staff helping me over the years. And you've always had that sense of responsibility of being responsible for them. And then, and then when you run the events, and I felt responsible for the 10, 12, 13, 14,000 people attending, you know, you feel that, that you're responsible for all of them. So no, I, I think, I think if anything, it's just, it's just stepping up uh, because, you know, and Sharon Lecter uh, shares this one, which I've used quite a few times. If not you, then who, if not now, then when, you know, and, 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 um, and that's kind of the question I asked when, when I lost all my money in real estate and I had the opportunity to go move to London and start promoting Dr. Richard Bandler. You know, I asked that question and I said, I said, if not me, then who? And if not now, then when? So it, it, it guides me. Um, but it's, it's really, Kelly, if anything, I'm, I'm pretty much just, you know, just, I, I just go all in. I, I, all or nothing. That's always been my approach. How, how does a person start to construct? So obviously no one has your exact situation, but we're hearing the fact that you had, you know, trials, tribulations, things like that. You go through uh, the, the challenges. If for a person out there listening right now and they hear Bernardo's, um, you know, attitude and you, what I love about you, and this is, I, I noticed this and I didn't get to compliment you when you and I were just on the phone, is the words that you say, although you'll quote someone, right? You quoted Sharon Lecter. If not you, then who? Uh, if not now, then when? There's very many people that will quote things like that, but they don't own the information. Every single, th single thing that you talk about, you own, and you have an attitude that it's like, you know, give me the whoops. Give me, give me, give me the people, the four people outside of the convention because then I'll make something even better out of it. Talk to the person out there that maybe is struggling with, getting started because their attitude isn't in the right place. What are some actionable items that they could do right now, no matter what their circumstances were to be able to get them on that journey? Well, I think, um, I think again, you know, I think it's about not, not, not playing it too safe. And, and, and people think that failing is a problem and failure is simply feedback. It's, it's, it's education. You know, every proper entrepreneur, you know, I, I, a good friend of mine, Doria Cordova, we were talking about, you know, like, look, if I'm working with someone who's been in business and hasn't lost their money a couple of times with lots of love, you know, I don't, there's something missing, you know. So I, I've, it's, it's part of business. And, and the biggest and the most successful entrepreneurs in the world have failed. I mean, Bill Gates, you know, uh, you name it, hundreds, Richard Branson, you know, everyone has failed. And I think people have a problem with failing as, as it's an issue. And it's obviously not, you know, I, I think, I think you've got to go all in, but for me, uh, something that's always helped me. And obviously it's the, it's the title of my book is called the question, find your true purpose is about asking yourself empowering questions. 
we all have this phenomenal inner wisdom and knowledge within us. You know, we all do. Every single person. And I and I've as I've been in this journey myself personally this last year and elevating my own consciousness, I've explored all sorts of things. And and I've realized that we have we have innate within us so much information from from our DNA. I mean, you know, kind of like if our great 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 grandparents, you know, one of them would have fell off the horse and didn't meet our great 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 grand uh, you know, mother, then all of a sudden we wouldn't be here. So there's so much information within us. There's so much knowledge within us. There's so much wisdom within us. And we don't tap into it. And a lot of the times I think it's like when you go to bed and you ask yourself and you ask yourself a question, something that's bothering you, you know, you go to bed, you start thinking about it. And all of a sudden you wake up in the morning and we come up with the answer. So for me, um, it's always been about asking yourself empowering questions. You know, how can I become bigger? How can I do more? How can I, how can I become better you know how can i how can i become a better entrepreneur whatever those questions are and i think those are the things that people need to do and, and have to be prepared to do is asking themselves really empowering questions because they will have that knowledge and that wisdom within it but it's only by doing that and being aware of their internal dialogue that all of a sudden things can start happening you know so for me when i've come up with a love event okay well what i'm going to do the love event how, how can i make it happen you know who could i bring to the table who would be interested in getting involved you know, what are the subjects I should be talking about? So those are the questions I start asking myself. And then it just helps me kind of create that reality. So when you set up the love event, what was like when you're sitting, where where did the, the idea come from? Take us through the process. And then, you know, from what I from what I gather, it's it's amazing because you you roll with punches in a in, in a uncommon way. Talk to us about the development because a lot of times people are scared to start because they don't know how to, I mean, they, they don't get on the journey because they don't start, right? And you have this incredible ability to like throw caution to the wind, although uh, when you're doing those things, you have, you know, you have your, your, your confidence in place, you have your attitude in place, and you're moving towards it. Where did the love event start and then... Give us some of the early concepts of you saying, like, this is what I envision for it. Well, the, the, the love event was uh, what was, I, I think it came from, well, I don't think it came from the heart. It, it came from seeing seeing what was going on or what is going on, on around the personal development world. You know, it's all about, you know, how can you make six figures? You know, how can you publish your book? How can you become an international speaker? How can you sell more from stage? You know, and excuse my French, that's all, excuse me, that's all bollocks, as I say in English, you know, kind of, it doesn't count. You can't take it with you. All those things are all great. And I'm not saying that it's not right to make more money. I'm not saying that's right to be able to become an established author and all that. But I'm just saying is, let's just bring love to the conversation. So working with so many people, I, I saw that the only people talking about love were obviously divorce coaches, relationship coaches, you know, or coaches in particular that are trying to help people to get through things. And, 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 and really the love event is more about, it's, it's not that it's more about, but, but it is about elevating consciousness. So, so I, I came up with this concept, this idea, because it's needed because it's needed because it wasn't out there because no one else is talking about, because I haven't seen a love event. And I haven't seen anyone thinking, hey, we should be talking more about love. And and, I, and unless someone has kind of like either the, the you know, unless someone is, is fairly mad like me or has done, you know, events like me, then then you, you're not going to get someone doing it. And, and it's extra difficult as well, Kelly, because, you know, kind of like I, I set this event up 
last year where I, I'm thinking like all of us, hey, we're going to be out of this pandemic for <laughs> heaven's sake at one time. But the fact is, it's still a reality, you know, so kind of it's still a reality. So quite rightly, there's a lot of people that are still nervous, still concerned about it and stuff like that. But, but my thoughts and my take on that is, is that, look, I'm not going to let a pandemic tell me where I can live, where I can go, what I can do. You know, at the end of the day, I can catch it in the supermarket next to my house or I can catch it in another country. So at the end of the day, you know, I'm not going to let this control me. But but I think I think it's just something that needed to, needed to be done, needs to happen and will continue to grow. Everyone was saying the same thing. Hey, yeah, no, listen, we need to talk about more love. We need to be doing it. But no one else was doing it. So so. I'm, I'm very excited about it because I, I know it's going to have, I think, you know, if we can get there in the next three to four years, I think this will become an event where ho hopefully, ultimately, we'll have tens of millions of people and then we'll have the love event in multiple languages happening in, in different countries, you know. So that that's how I see it happening. I've always kind of seen things in, in, in the big way and, and, and I just think that that's, that's where I hope and I, I hope it gets there because we need to bring love to the forefront of everything we do. Bernardo, can we talk about the personal development space for a second? Because I want to go yes. back to the, I want to go back to one of the reasons why you put on the love event and you wanted to go this way is because I mean we are inundated right now. We are inundated. Um, every time I open up my Instagram, my Facebook, I I am hearing I'm seeing anywhere from 15, 17 year old kids, 21 year old kids who are life coaches, um, who, who are uh, saying, you know, ramp up your business today and you got to be a six figure, this seven figure, this we're going to eight figures, nine figures, 12 figures. And you just need <laughs> these three steps. And if you do these three steps and you get on this free webinar, which will take you to my course and then we'll do this and that. Can you talk to the people out there that are inundated with that and haven't been involved with the real true personal development space, like the Greg Reeds of the world, like the Greg Reeds of the world are a person who's adding value to every single person that they're around. And a lot of people, when they touch the personal development space, they hear or see what I was just talking about. They don't see the parts that you and I have seen. Can you talk to us about the things that, you know, that are truly happening and truly make a difference and how people can really truly, you know, personally develop, you know, that you've seen? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of what we said before. I, I, I'm very respectful for everyone out there, you know, trying to enhance and help people's lives, you know, to, to become financially independent and or or for them to be able to, you know, become an established author if that's what they were looking for. I, I, I respect that. I, I just think that, you know, it's it's so, it's, you know, I call them sales fest, you know. We, we, these these events where you go and all everything that's happening is people going on stage and, hey, yes, it's $450,000, but guess what? And boom, and they start reducing, and all of a sudden you got an offer today for $700. You know, come, come on, come on, please. I know these things work, but it's not right. Uh, and, you know, kind of people are sick and tired of that. And, you know, kind of I've even had some people coming, you know, wanting to get involved in the love event. They says, well, can I sell from stage? I said, well, no, it's not that kind of event. You know, it's the love event. It's about caring, kindness, and consciousness. I want you to give them the offer of the year, you know, and, and kind of like, it's not about that. But if you are a person that's obviously, you know, doing some good around the world, you're teaching people about this and you're helping that and you've got your own charity and your own course, people will buy into that. People will buy into you, you know, so it isn't necessarily about selling from stage. So, you know, kind of we, we've had a lot of people that didn't want to 
get involved or wouldn't want to wouldn't want to get involved because they didn't feel aligned with the unpossibility or the the no possibility of selling from stage and that tells you a lot about them individually you know so i'm just saying that look you, you can become a billionaire you can become a millionaire you you, you can become a very well established author but but one day what well, one day you're going to realize that that doesn't really it really isn't that relevant you know it really isn't that relevant it really isn't that important and and you know and, and you're not going to be able to take your 420 pairs of shoes or, or your 16 you know uh, gucci shirts you know to, to with you when, when you leave this planet so you, you've got to start focusing on bringing love a little bit more forward to everything and, and that's it the, you know it, it's it's the idea of i'm just saying to everyone look carry on doing what you're doing I'm not asking you to be a different individual. I'm just saying to you is, is why don't you bring ten, why don't you bring love or you know 10% more love into everything that you do? Maybe maybe support a charity, maybe support a cause, maybe uh, you know follow a, something that's very close to your heart and teach your community, your community, your followers, your tribe to, to, to support you in that in, in, in your in your in your pledge, in your goal, in your objective, whatever whatever it is. Um I'm just saying there's just so many injustices out there and, and, and it's not good enough for us to be able to to just brush them off and a look at them. Listen, I was in L.A. I lived in L.A. and and I this was just after COVID, you know, COVID already happened. It was, I think it was like already five or six months. And I was in Venice Beach. You know, I was one of the privileged one living in a beautiful apartment, going and having some beautiful, you know, kind of breakfast around. The, and then on Rose Street, which was just, you know, just down there in, in, between Venice and Santa Monica. There was just a whole street full of homelessness people, you know, homeless people. And, and then, you know, the, the, when, when COVID hit, the streets doubled with, with, with people sleeping on the streets. You know, there, there's, just, there, there's just so much stuff going on. And, and, and that, that's, all I, that's all I believe. That, well, that's what I believe the love of N is. And, and that's what I believe people should be doing more of. You know, we, we need to be doing more, some, some good stuff instead of the same old stuff. So... Bernardo, take me back to, you know, because I'd like to go through some of your DJ times. Um, you know, <laughs> you talked uh, earlier about being able to utilize every single aspect of what you've gone through in your life to be able to build this picture. Seeing the larger picture, a lot of times people get mad at the brush strokes that are happening in their life. They get mad at the circumstance that's happening right now. Um, they get so focused on a goal that they forget about the vision that they had. And when, the, when they're focused on the vision, the, the goals are simply milestones, and, and you seem to have mastered this. But can you talk to us, too, about some of the things that help to be able to develop you into the Bernardo Moya that, that's the, the, the media giant that we now know? What were some of the things that most people don't realize that are such an uh, important part of that? Yeah, I, I think... Um... I believe that everything that you do, every challenge that you have, every adversity that you go through, every loss, everything is, 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 is basically information and knowledge and wisdom that, that you, you, you know, you bring forward. So, you know, kind of, um, I realized, um, I realized that, you know, kind of me being a DJ and putting parties together and bringing people together was something that I enjoyed doing. And then I just started doing it within you know the within the personal development world but i i i think that people underestimate again as i said before that the inner knowledge and wisdom that we have and i'm saying innate within us but also additionally you know the information that we have from our experiences in life 
from the people that we've met, you know, the books that we've read, uh, the, our friends, you know, the people that we're engaged with, those challenging situations, those times when, you know, you failed and, and, and you've got to get up the next morning and carry on fighting, you know, though that, that's tremendous and valuable information that, that we, we have. And, and I think people underestimate that, you know, so I don't know, it says, Oh, I used to do this when I was younger. I used to do that when I was younger. Well, this is all, this is all valuable. This is all great, you know, and, and you should be able to bring these skills to, to, to your life and appreciate what you're good at. And, and someone was, I was talking to someone yesterday, I was interviewing someone for a podcast yesterday, and she was saying to me that, you know, kind of like, it's just like asking a friend, you know, if, if you ask a, a good friend, a friend that, that, that loves you and appreciates you and loves you and say, hey, you know, kind of, listen, what am I good at? You know, well, what do I stand out for? You know, well, what do you think? Uh, what do you think am I, am I, am I, are the things that I'm best at? And all of a sudden they'll start giving it to you. And, and, and all of a sudden you, you realize, you know, probably better than you do yourself. On, on how resourceful you are and 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 and, and all you know and, and everything that you're capable of i i just think that for me personally it's a lot of the time i've 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 kind of i've lost people and 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 i've and i've left people aside because even if i did have certain knowledge and information i, I i've i've chosen to move on to be a different individual you know in in the UK, there's a word that I hate, which is called they call it the midlife crisis. You know, when when you go through your forties and suddenly you buy your car, and they say, "Oh, you, you've gone through a midlife crisis." And and listen, I, I'll confess, like all of us in my thirties, maybe I did go a little bit through my midlife crisis. I bought my Porsche and all that, but I um, for me, it's it's been more about changing and evolving and growing, you know, and and not caring who agreed or disagreed in the process you know I, i'm doing what i want to do in order to to live a fulfilled life and to live my own fulfilled life you know i'm, I'm not here to, to please everyone all the time and that's okay so i i'm still the same bernardo that, that you know people met and you know even those friends you know when i separated from my wife i lost a lot of friends friends and I, you know kind of like but i was good enough for them to come and eat in my house I was good enough for them to kind of be there with me with all these processes, but because then I've decided to move on and and, and do something differently, then you know, kind of they, they tend to judge you. So, I've I've I'm still the same guy from many many years ago. I have all the information. I brought it all forward with me, but I'm I'm making sure that in the process I'm pushing my boundaries and reinventing myself to become a better individual. And I'll continue to do that. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna ask for anyone's permission anyway. So Bernardo, how you just you just hit on this, or you just touched uh, as far as separating from your wife? Um, can you can you talk to this a little bit? Because there's a lot of people out there that that really struggle. They go through that process, and it's almost you know they they sit and they beat themselves up so much that they can't recover because they think that if I would have done this, I should have done this, I could have done this, I would have done this. You have seemed to be able to rebound, but what I love about it is that you're in touch with those parts of it. How can a person that's out there listening that's maybe going through that, maybe going through a separation, or maybe, you know, maybe they've just got divorced, what would you say to that person to to continue to move forward like you have? It, it's it's not it's it's not it's not a it's not easy, you know. I think for me in particular, you know, I was I was together with her for like 30 years, so it was it was it was probably very challenging and, you know, kind of for a lot of people, 
um, you know, they didn't really understand it. But look, I, I think ultimate love is about letting go. And, and ultimate love is, is about, you know, wanting the best for your partner, whatever it is, you know. I, I want to I wanna keep the good, positive memories. I want to think all the beautiful things that happen. But, but at the end of the day, I'm not the same guy when we got together when I was 19, you know. So I, I haven't done anything to, to, to hurt anyone. I, I've simply done it because I'm, I'm in my own journey and my own process. And I'm exploring a lot about that, you know, and I've asked myself a lot of questions and I understand, you know, kind of like, you know, what I've lost, what I've given up. You know, I've given up, you know, a lot of stuff, you know, my families, my friends, my family reunions, you know, Christmas, all these things are very tough. They're very difficult. Uh, but, you know, I, I think, I think again, you know, we, we have to explore uh, and we have to live. And, and I think at the end of the day with, with, with relationships and, and moving on with, you know, from someone that you've been for quite some time, I think it's just part of the process of growing and, and evolving sometimes, you know, if, if, if it's not a fit anymore, why, why fake it, you know? And, and, and that's kind of, I, w- I was, I was questioning, you know, when I was writing these things, was I asked all these questions in the book that I'm writing and I was saying, you know, I call it, is it fake love? And there's a lot of people that are living in fake love. You know, they live in a relationship where, you know, they're not, you know, they're unfaithful to their partners or, or, or they, you know, they're, they, and they've been unfaithful for a long time and, and that's okay. And, um, and they think it's okay. And, and I just think that they, you know, at the end of the day, a lot of people are living a lie. And, and, and I just think there's something that, that just eats you inside, you know. Um, when, I, when I was finishing my book, The Question, um, I, I couldn't publish it because I was asking my readers a lot of questions and, and I was ignoring the question. I was, I was ignoring my answers, you know, so kind of like, you know, what's holding you back? You know, why haven't you moved on? You know, what, what, what's, you know, so kind of what, why are you still in a marriage? So I was asking myself all these questions and I couldn't publish a book because I was being completely incongruent with, with kind of my, what I was trying to preach and my questions to other people. So I had to wait for the book to be published a couple of years till I made the decision. And then when I made the decision then I felt that I was congruent with what I'm trying to preach or teach other people. Um, but look, I, I think at the end of the day, again, life's too short, be happy. Why is this so important to be congruent? Because in a world where, honestly, Bernardo, you you could you could cover those things up. Um, you could cover it up with marketing. You could cover it up with you know with PR. Um, you could put yourself and shine yourself in a light and become an expert on something and not be. I mean, this this happens. But for those of you out there listening, this is why I wanted Bernardo on the show is because he is congruent. But help us to understand why that's so important to you, man. Well, it's the opposite of congruent is incongruent, you know, or or basically kind of fake, you know, is being unreal. And, and I think there's enough of that out there, you know, I I think being congruent with, with your thoughts, with your actions, with the way you talk, the way you are, your honesty, you know, that these are all things that are vital and essential as an individual. You know, as you said, I mean, you look at these Instagram stories, you know, of people that, you know, kind of, I don't know, hey, 12 things, 14 things, I could lose you, you could lose weight, or these guys that look like, you know, they, they look perfect all the time, and they got millions of followers. It's all, you know, with love, it's all fake. They don't show you what's happening behind the scenes. You know, and, and they don't show you kind of the, the, the true actions of what's happening. I mean, a lot of the posts when I when I 
post it's actually kind of therapy for me. So when I come up with something, I post something because it's something I'm telling myself. I'm not writing it. I'm telling myself. So kind of like, you know, if I, you know, kind of look up, look forward, add up, or believe. You know, these are, these are things I try to say to myself. A congruency is 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 essential. It's essential. Uh, there's too many fake people. You, Kelly, the moment I met you, the moment I spoke to you, you, you are, you, you, you are, you know, you, you can see you, you're a straightforward, honest guy. And it comes across, it comes across in your face, it comes across in your smile, it comes across in the way that you talk, but it comes across for everybody. You, you, you can, you can see a fake, you know, and, and, and I just, I, I just, I can't, I'm sorry. I, it, it's beyond me. So for me, being congruent, being honest with myself, um, and, 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 and being who I, who I believe I should be is, 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 is key to, to, to Bernardo as, as, as an individual. Well, I, I think that it, it's so needed, you know, it's so needed in our world and it's not something that can be manufactured. I was, you know, I was talking with one of my friends today, his name is Angelo. Um, and I'd love for you to meet him because he started off, you know, he, he connected with the personal development space and, you know, he went through all these journeys. He's on his journey right now and he's such an amazing, amazing individual. And I think that for me as his friend, the only thing that he needed, he needed no methods. He needed no anything. He just needed encouragement to hear that it was okay. Like he was okay. And he was exactly in the right place and exactly what you, what it is that you're talking about. Who encourages and when I say this, I'll, I'll preface it, the fact that for me, my dad, my dad, my mom always encouraged me. My big brother encouraged me. My wife encourages me. I have all this encouragement, like true, like not wanting anything from me, just encouraging me. I've had this and I've been so blessed to be able to have it. Who encourages Bernardo? Because you're encouraging the world, my brother. So who encourages you? Well, it's, it's a great question. You know, I, I, um, I, I've had mentors obviously over the years, you know, I've had mentors over the years. I've had, I've had friends that have helped me, you know, motivate me. A, a lot of the time it's been my staff or my team, you know, my staff and my team, are, you know, they're there with me or have been there with me to see, to see me go through all the challenges and situations that we have, you know. Um, I remember I had a, a, a good, friend of mine he was he worked for me for years he was called steve and i would always go to them when i had the meetings i used to say to him steve you have to believe you have to believe you know because we would uh you know he would come up i don't know i remember even he'd seen me pull it out of the bag literally so many times and he would and he would come to me he says bernardo bernardo he says bernardo I don't know if we're going to pull this one off. You know, this is kind of like one of the expos, 12,000 people. I don't know if we're going to pull this one off. You know, we're so close to, 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 to the line, you know, because, you know, 80 grand and a half a million pound production is a lot of money, you know. So we're short 80 grand, you know. Excuse me, how are we going to do this? And I would always go, so you have to believe, Steve, you have to believe. And then, you know, kind of, the, he would always kind of say to me, he says, look, you know, he says, I don't know how you do it. He says, but kind of, he, just, he says, don't worry, you're always going to pull it off. So I've always had that mentality that I'm going to pull it off, whatever. And if I don't pull it off, guess what? Nothing happens. It's all right. You know, it's just a bad couple of days. But then you just get on the horse again and you just ride them somewhere else. So, but I've, I've never had, I, I, I look, when I had my, my wife, yeah, we used to talk all the time. 
and you know I've had some friends that obviously helped me support me but I think if anything it's been more my team I don't I don't have I, I feel to be honest I feel a lot of the times I feel I, I say that entrepreneurship is a lonely place isn't it you know being an entrepreneur you know people think oh being an entrepreneur being an entrepreneur is tough man if you want to be an entrepreneur just be ready because it's you know it's, it's going to squeeze every single thing out of you uh, but no I, I've, I felt I felt alone a lot of the times you know I, I felt alone a lot of the times because because of the level of 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 challenges that I put on my shoulders and um and but anyway it's 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 the name of the game I suppose but I I've been lucky but I've also been kind of like you know cursed with that I think with that with that thing of of, of the size of the challenges that I do who, who can I share these conversations with sometimes you know who could understand kind of what I'm going through you know and and it, for me, it's and although someone can 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 make you feel good, and someone can say the right things, and someone can give you words of encouragement, which which are always valuable and great and needed, but sometimes you know you want someone that that's walked that walk, and, and unfortunately sometimes I, I felt that I didn't have that. Well, I I want to tell you from a guy who wants nothing from you, needs nothing from you. I want to encourage you, man, because what it is that you're doing, you impact so many. I mean, and I'll tell you this. When the pandemic happened, um, I lost every business that I had. We were doing three, uh, at the height, we were doing $3.85 million a year. We had salons all over the country. One day, like that, gone. I was speaking all over the country and all over the world. One day, gone. Uh, consulting, one day, gone. All of it, just done. Like, I, they say diversify Bernardo, but I diversified into every single thing that went away. Everything, <laughs> everything. So nothing. And I remember um, I wanted to start the podcast. And for those of you who've been listening since episode one, uh, I want to thank you. Um, and I haven't told this story on the, on the podcast, but I was, uh, I was at a point where we had nothing. And I wanted to start it, but I needed equipment. And equipment wasn't that expensive. And we're coming from a life of, you know, like a lot of things happening. I mean, when you're, when you're churning a lot of millions of dollars a year, you're doing tons of things. And then one day, bang, it's gone. And I remember sitting in the, the, the Ralph's parking lot and I called my brother and I told him, man, I, I want to do this thing, but I just don't know. And the equipment at the time was under $1,000. And I was in my truck and I was crying. And I, told, I was telling my brother, I don't know because I don't have enough money to be able to get my kids any food. And I feel irresponsible taking any money and going and do this thing, but I know it's what I want to do. And he said, well, you know, pray about it, whatever it is. Little did I know that he wasn't asking me to pray about it to delay. He wanted me to do that because he actually got the website bought the thing and sent it out to me, called me 10 minutes later and said, you know, I just want you to know it's on the way. Well, we went to uh, Yellowstone, um, you know, on a trip with the family and everything like that. We're sitting and I see the best you pop up. And I called and I said, you know, I said, if you want to get on stage and you want to do whatever. And I said, this is my journey. This is what I want to do. So I called and I had the little call introductory and they told me what it was. And, and I talk, sat down and talked to my wife and I said, baby, I, I know, I mean, we don't, we don't, you know, maybe this shouldn't be uh, what I'm doing right now. Um, but she encouraged me. And she said, you know what, if you connect with one person, just one person, it would be worth it. And I signed on, and I got to, like I was saying earlier, I got a chance to be on the, uh, you, you know, the 
virtual stage with, you know, Les Brown and Jack Hanfields and, you know, put it into a completely different space. I was speaking in the professional beauty uh, industry and a few things outside of it, but this is what I wanted to do. Little did I know that over, a little over a year later, I would be talking to the guy who put it on in the first place. And I want you to understand. I want you to, to encourage you because you are changing so many lives, man. You are touching so many families. You set me on a journey that I, 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 would, I, I could never repay you for. But again, from a guy who needs nothing from you, wants nothing from you, I want to encourage you and tell you, man, I mean, every single time that four people show up, every time that you don't hit a mark, every time that, that something goes on that maybe isn't the best and that you have a positive attitude to keep moving forward, you take that step forward. And I tell you, you take thousands, if not millions of people with you and help them to be able to realize their journeys, man. Well, thank you. Thank you, Kelly. Uh, I, yes, it's, um, I, I do appreciate, you know, kind of um, what we do. And, and I've, um, uh, a lot of the times when I've been doing these events, you know, kind of like I, 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 I would finish the event and I would say, I am never, ever doing this event ever again. <laughs> Done. It's enough. But then, you know, kind of like I walk through the halls, I walk through the, so, you know, that expo, what I was telling you, we did have 3,000 people show up, but I'm saying on the first morning, we had four yeah. in the first hour, and then eventually they rolled in, you know, over the weekend. <laughs> but, you know, I, I've had that. I've had people coming to me and you know what? He says, Bernardo, I came to your first expo. We came, we walked around, and then here we are now. He says, I remember this lady gave me a business card. He says, next year, we're going to have a booth here. And then, you know, then the following year, they would have a booth and they would be sharing. And so many people were my last event. There's so many people coming saying, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And you realize, you realize that, you know, we, we, you realize that you're doing something, you know, and I've always had that same thing as well. It doesn't matter if one person can learn one thing. And I know, you know, when you go to events like these, you, you learn multiple things. Um, yeah, listen, I, 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 it's just, you know, being a promoter and, you know, I, I was the same, you know, we were turning over millions of dollars and all of a sudden, oops, you know, <laughs> live events, around, boys and girls, you know, no money anymore. Uh, you know, so we, we moved to TV and, you know, we've got the TV network now, which I'm very, very excited about. I think that's the future for personal development world and, and for the best you, I think it's, I think it's going to be very, very exciting. But I, I, I personally think that, you know, kind of, um, yeah, any entrepreneur would understand and, you know, that, that you're going to go through very tough times. You're going to go through very dark moments. and But those are the moments that make you. Those are the moments that make you, you know, who you are. That, that will show your stealth and it will show what you're capable of doing, you know. And and, and I believe that, you know. Uh, but but at the end of the day, even even if, if, even if whatever project event or, or, you know, you decide to do, even if it fails, who cares? You know, it, it's just part of... of following no follow and do something that has a meaning and do something that is going to make the world a better place you know and, and a lot of people say that's cheesy well you know what? i'm not a cheesy kind of guy i'm very straightforward i call it as it is but i just think that there's a lot of people that are full of bullshit talking about the wrong things and and, and i just think that we need to be we need to be focusing more on important things so as long as i've got strength and energy and as long as i'm still breathing i'm going to continue to do things that have a meaning and, and that can help more people uh, so we can all together, you know, maybe leave the better the world a better place than, than it was when we got here because we messed it up big time. Well, Bernardo, it's it's incredible. And those of you guys listening, um, this is the kind of conversations, and this is why I want to have him on the show. And I keep saying that because this is the conversation that I had with him on the phone when when no one's listening. 
and the reality of Bernardo. And I, I just, I want to compliment you, man, because a lot of times when people are growing, they're connecting with everybody. They're there, they're open, all stuff. And then as things start to roll, then it starts to change. And it's kind of more of a, you know, you got to go through this filter, this filter, and you got to have filters, especially at the levels, uh, at the level that you're at. But the reality of you and the humility that you have and the connection point and the, the, the genuine heart that you feel, not only in the text that I get from you, but the phone calls, you know, those kind of things, man. I mean, they mean the world. And, you know, it, it really impacts a lot of people you know, that, that are out there. And I just, the thing that I want to uh, ask you about too, man, is people talk about NLP. This is a, a switching subjects real quick, but yeah. people talk about NLP for those out there who haven't been in touch with it, or it's just this, um, you know, maybe it's, it's too much for them. Can you break it down simply? Like if my son was here and he's 10 years old, and you were explaining NLP and the, the advantages of those things to my 10-year-old son. How could you do that? Uh, NLP is, is the study of excellence. You know, it, it's, it's how do successful people do what they do and what is their thought processes in doing it. So there's obviously a, a strategy and process in the way that we think. We, we don't have a manual. No one's given us a manual. We don't know how to think. We don't even know what we're thinking about. Well, but we can change the way we think. And by changing the way we think, we can change the way how we feel. And obviously we can change many, many things. So NLP for me, for anyone that is listening, for me and having done and promoted and worked and read so many, so many great people, NLP is the most powerful, the most powerful set of skills or tools than anyone and everyone should have. So I think, NLP, I mean, NLP has enabled me to kind of like really enhance Bernardo, you know, kind of like, you know, I was, I was okay, but I'd done so many sales courses, training courses. I mean, I used to, I used to sell timeshare when I was young, Kelly. I can't, I couldn't even tell you how many things I've done. You know, I used to be a DJ, worked in a bar, was a timeshare guy. I mean, I was a sales line manager, you name it. I used to sell advertising, but I, I remember there I am, you know, I'm 30 something. I already have a successful real estate in Spain and I'm standing in the middle of the room and I'm learning these NLP skills in my NLP practitioner course, my seven day course. I'm standing there on day three and I'm thinking, oh my God, why am I learning these skills only now? These are amazing. So yes, I mean, you know, and, and having worked with Richard Bandler, you know, the co-creator, who's obviously an absolute genius. I worked with him for 11 years promoting him and sitting in every seminar room. I mean, we, we trained around 25,000 people together. So I, I, I've made a bit of a dent in the NLP world. And, uh, and um, it's, it's, it's a phenomenal, phenomenal set of skills that can help you build rapport, change the way you think, uh, communicate better, sell better, overcome phobias, any fears, anxieties, uh, it's just, and obviously, kind of, you start learning eye accessing cues. You learn non-verbal, non-verbal communication. So I'm an NLP trainer. So kind of, you know, when I sit down with people, my, I have a license to read. You see, so I, I can see what they're doing. I can see their eyes moving here. I can see their hands moving there. And they can't. They want to hide it, but trust me, I know everything you're doing, my friend. So you know, kind of like it's 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 a very very powerful tool and. Uh, and it's made me, you know, who I am as an entrepreneur, as a coach, as a person, as an individual. Uh, it really, really has. It, it, it enhanced my life. So I don't, I don't know if I would have been who I am today 
without NLP. And uh, because, you know, kind of like it, it just provided me a, an extra and an ex kind of like a platinum, you know, mindset, you know, kind of like just I, if I was capable of doing things before, it gave me that mindset of being able to change the way I thought about any adversity that I would have and just carry on going. So NLP is a very powerful skill. So Bernardo, being who you are, right? I, I ask this because you put on some of the greatest events in, in our nation, if not in our world. Are you able to go to an event and enjoy it? Like, that's not yours. Like, you go to an event. Or are you looking at all the lights and the production? And are you able to go to a personal development conference, which... I mean, anyone out there, If <laughs> the, the one that you need to be at is the best you and, and the love event. But if you were to go to another event, can you sit in the audience and take it in? That's funny. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, I think I think uh, I think it's um, it's something that I've always it's something that I've always um, I, I've, I've really educated myself in, in making sure that I would not um the non-judgmental aspect of me non being non-judgmental is really really important you know i i used to be a judgmental kind of guy and 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 many many years ago i learned to not judge anyone you don't know the scars you don't know the challenges you don't know what people are going through you know from a face that might be smiling might be hurting or broken on the inside so i'm completely non-judgmental but being a promoter is something that i'm i'm, I'm tremendously non-judgmental i get into an event and i turn off the Bernardo promoter hat off eyes and I just literally enjoy and go with the flow. I have to, I have to, because, you know, kind of like, if not, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. Or, of course, data and information is being knowledged and logged in there. But, you know, kind of, I'm, I'm very careful in not judging anyone and judging an event. And I'll share a story. This yeah. is a funny one. I had this friend of mine. She, she, was a, she was a promoter. She did these events and, and you know, kind of like, it's a small event, obviously, in comparison to, to kind of like the stuff I used to do. But again, not judgmental. I'm there. But I remember we were in this and, you know, there was this thing where you could only have a photograph with with the speakers. I was a speaker at this event and you can only have a photograph with them if you were a VIP. I love engaging with everyone. Please don't tell me I can't have a photograph with whoever I want, Johnny, you know I mean? just because they paid a little bit more. Come on. Come on. You know, kind of like it was just so bad, you know, and, and but this person, she used to be really fiery on stage. She used to be, come on, give it up. You can't, you know, don't give up. And, you know, she was like one of those just like pure power and energy, you know. Anyway, so we, we finished the event and I'm there with the other speakers and she comes and asks me, she asked me, says, Bernardo, what, what, what did you think? of the event and I could see her looking at me but she was asking everyone and she kind of put me last but she wanted to ask me obviously she wanted to ask me and and I remember thinking I said listen darling I said look everything I'm going to tell you is coming from a deep place of love and I always do this everything I'm going to say is come from a deep place of love but I need to ask you this question do you want me to stroke your ego or do you want me to be honest because if you want me to stroke your ego I can say whatever you want but if you want me to be honest I'm going to be honest because Bernardo is honest but don't ask for my personal opinion if you don't want it to be personal. But it's never personal. It's always about love. And I'm coming from a deep place of love. So obviously you could see her face draining. <laughs> like thinking, what the hell is going to happen? But she asked me for my opinion. So, you know, kind of I told her, I said, look, I didn't like this. I didn't like that. I said, blah, blah. But I gave her obviously a lot more compliments. This wasn't a negative. This was a constructive feedback 
as a promoter that run many events and I gave them my feedback on things that I would have done differently. That, that's all I was saying, okay? I deeply admire anyone that does an event. It doesn't matter where they do it. I deeply, deeply admire it. But but that was kind of, uh, that. That was that's what happened. And that was a story of not being judgmental and but me being honest at the end and telling her. And, and anyway, bless her. I think I finished talking to her, Kelly, and, and literally three, four minutes later, as, 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 the, as the face was draining with it, she went, she left. She didn't speak to me for a couple of days. And I said, to her, why? why? Why would you not speak to me? I, I told you I'm coming from a deep place of love. You asked me for my honest opinion. So if you ask me for my honest opinion, what, what, why would you not want my honest opinion? And sometimes that's a problem. If people can't deal with honesty, you know, if people can't deal with a straightforward answer that they might not like ego gets in the way it's all about the ego kelly it's all about the ego <laughs> so bernardo if you could sum up all of personal development and a person you just had 15 seconds on elevator with someone why personal development was so important in this world what would you say to him Personal development is important because it's 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 going to be if if we get the right mindset together we we can really change the world you know we we the, the, there's there's a there's an array of, of phenomenal experts out there that are sharing the expertise that needs to be learnt you know at schools or you know with kids and if we if we understand the relevance and importance of that and we all together find ways of reaching more people more people. And, and, you know, in as many ways as possible, you know, we, we're going to start creating some phenomenal, massive change. You know, when, when you look at when you look at, for example, um, you know, a, a lot of the ways to make money, you know, you look at crypto, you look at you know, there's so many things out there that can have to be taught, you know, at as early years as possible. So I, th I think, you know, personal development holds the flag of change and i think that the sooner that we realize that the sooner we go out there together and and and, and address it you know we're, we're going to start making the world a better place so bernardo the reason why i started the podcast is because my kids uh it's maddox who's 10 years old he's an absolute superhero this kid i mean he wakes up in the morning he's joyous about everything puts on whatever socks he wants they're mismatched uh one time he came down shorts over the top of pants and he was just ready to go to school um this kid, I mean, he's a cartoon character and he's just a ball of just joy, love, and he just runs around and it's just his world all the time. My daughter is 13 years old. Uh, she has the heart of gold. Um, she has the, the, the sense of humor that lights up this world and the heart and love. Like every single thing that she does, she just pours every single thing that she has and she, everything that she's around grows because she loves. She took an avocado seed one time, planted it in the ground, not in the soil, just in some dirt. And within a couple of days, we started to see sprouts come up. And I wondered, but I realized that it was just the love in her heart that was able to do that. Yeah. So Maddox is 10. McKenna is 13. I started the podcast because of them. I wanted to take iconic people like yourself. And I wanted to show my kids that the Bernardo Moyas of the world were not superheroes. They were simply human beings that had an incredible attitude and crazy work ethic. What advice would you give to Maddox and McKenna? And if you could use both of their names, Bernardo, it would be amazing. Oh, uh, well, listen, Maddox, um, he, he's just, uh, Maddox is your son, yeah? Yes, sir. Yeah. So Maddox has got to keep doing what he's doing for the rest of his life. You know, he, he's got to keep being himself. He's got to keep doing, you know, wearing what he wants to wear, when he wants to wear it. 
and, and, and continue to bring the joy. And, and don't tell anyone, or don't, don't let anyone tell him, Maddox, don't let anyone tell you that you can't do this or you can't do that. So you've got the right attitude, man. And then your, your daughter, you know, obviously with love, uh, with, with what she's bringing in, uh, McKenna, I mean, she, she's obviously, you know, um, and, and she has a sense of humor. Richard Bandler had a, a quote, he says that humor is your invisible shield. You know, it's, and I love that. I, I think, you know, I, I love having a laugh. And, 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 you know, kind of every time that I can, I, I love having a laugh. And I've got a bit pretty sarcastic, dark sense of humor sometimes, you know. But, but I, I, all I would say to her is, is to continue laughing, continue smiling, continue bringing great energy. And even because, you see, even when you go through those dark moments, it's not that bad. So you just have a little laugh, you know, and then, and then you just continue. Um, so I think your kids, from what I gather, from what I hear, from what you're saying, They've obviously got kind of like you know the seeds from you and and and, and your wife, and 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 I think they need to continue to bring that. And and that's it, isn't it, Kelly? It's just when when we get older, we tend to get a little bit more serious, don't we? Oh, everything's so serious. You know, I'm serious. I'm a serious entrepreneur. I'm a serious person. Oh, come on, you know, have a laugh. You're just too uptight. Do you know what I mean? Just just have a little bit of a laugh. So uh, keep on doing what they're doing. Well, Bernardo, you have been absolutely phenomenal, man. I want to I want to make sure I, I want you on the show more. Um, I'd like to have a second episode. And I find that if I ask you in public, like people are listening right now and they're watching right now. <laughs> and if I ask you to be on and you say no, then you're they're going to be like, why? This guy talked about love. He talked about changing the world, but he ain't trying to be on a second episode. So I'm going to ask you right now. <laughs> no. I, I want you on again, man. Well, obviously, I'm going to have to say yes. No, listen, Kelly, I would do that anytime for you, anytime for you. And yes, no, I'd love to. I'd love to. And we'll explore and we'll discuss a little bit deeper what happened at the love event and, you know, kind of what we brought there. And, and I still hope that you can join us there, even if it's remotely in one of the panels or something. I'd love to have your wisdom and your great energy there. Um, so, yeah, listen, of course, of course, I, I would love to. I, I'm, I'm deeply honored. I'm very grateful. You're good me too many compliments and then I have to chill and have a glass of wine in a minute uh, but no I want, I want to thank you so much it's been great I, I love I love being interviewed uh, by someone like you so thank you so much for the opportunity well for those of you out there listening now you know exactly what you need to do you need to click the links you need to check the sponsors you need to do all the things that you know that you should be doing the thing that I am going to ask you is I'm going to ask you to share this episode because I believe that Bernardo's voice needs to be out there. The other thing is we're going to have a, a, a link in the profile for the love event, for the best you. And what I want you to realize, guys, is what Bernardo is not telling you is that if you don't get it within two weeks, then, you know, you're going to miss out. He's saying the love event, the best you, is here to stay to make this world a better place and we would love for you to be on the journey with us today, but if not, maybe it's tomorrow, maybe it's next week, whatever it is. But I am, I honestly, like Bernardo, I'm floored. I'm blown away. I'm humbled um, because it, it's, it's incredible. And I've been very, very fortunate in my world. Um, I've lived by three principles. Number one, be really kind, contribute to every single person. Number two, make friends. And number three, stay really, really curious. And what I found is, when I got in touch with Paul Mitchell, when I was a very small kid growing up in the beauty industry, I got in touch with Paul Mitchell, the brand. Little did I know years later that I'd be in touch with the CEO of the brand and co-founder of the brand, which is John Paul DeJoria. I feel that same way with you. I got in touch with the Best You uh, brand, and I heard of this Bernardo. I heard of this almost kind of Oz 
And now to be able to call you my friend, it's a very humbling experience, man. And you have just, you've absolutely added so much value to every person out there watching and listening, man. And I want to thank you again a hundred million times. You are a a treasure in this world, man. Well, thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it. And um, I'm, I'm very, very grateful. And I think you bring, you bring something great. And look, I think, you know, for me with, with these events that I do, because I do them with love and, you know, you can get an online ticket for free. You know, you, you can help us and buy a, a premium online ticket, which you get loads of bonuses, you know, thousands of dollars. And that's only $49. You can watch it in your TV channel. You can watch it on Roku, Apple, Amazon. You can watch it on the Vestry TV. So I'm doing everything I can in order to kind of reach more people, help more people. And it costs nothing. But obviously, you know, people helping us and sharing it and engaging, connecting, supporting, sponsoring, partnering. You know, I, I, I don't, you know, kind of, I've done enough events where I've lost money. Uh, and, and, you know, I'm, I'm simply quite happy just not to lose money at this point with this event. You know, that's all I want. <laughs> but I want, I want to bring real conversations about things that are really important. That, that's what I'm trying to do. So as always, and like everyone, I need help too. So that would, that would be a great way for, for anyone to, to help us and support us and get involved in the event. That, that would be amazing. Thank you so much, Kenny. Well, you're, you're amazing, man. And uh, Bernardo, you're officially off the hot seat. Oh, <laughs> my